This is my first job in sports web series presented by SBRNet, your comprehensive source of sports data to the academic community. Here are the hosts of my first job in sports, Neil Schwartz and Mark Sullivan. Hi, I'm Neil Schwartz and welcome to this episode of my first job in sports presented by SBRNet. I'm joined by my friend, partner, colleague, and Jim Beheim lookalike, Mark Sullivan. Mark, how are you today? Good, and I like to think I'm slightly more cheerful than Jim, just slightly. Well, Mark, explain a little bit about what we're doing um, with my first job in sports. Yes, so our idea here is, uh, I say, to provide a little education and a little inspiration. What we want to do is we want to uh, educate the students who are out there listening and watching uh, about some of the opportunities that could be potentially available to them and also how to go about them. And uh, we hope by interviewing folks like today's guest, we can also provide some inspiration to them where they, they can look and see this uh, gentlemen we're talking to today and say, damn, that, that could be me in a couple years. Yeah, we're really excited for today's guest. And today's guest is, in fact, Noah Rubin. Um, Noah is currently the inside service manager for the Washington Nationals baseball team. And uh, Noah, welcome to the show today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Interestingly enough, I helped Noah get his first job in sports, and we're going to talk about that a little bit down the line. But Noah, what we like to do in the, uh, in the beginning is to get a little bit of your background. So why don't you kind of give us the, the Noah Rubin bio from, you know, even your time back in high school where I know you were playing hockey and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I grew up in, in Northern Virginia right outside of D.C., so um, really found a passion for, for hockey and baseball at a pretty young age. So Grew up playing hockey, played travel hockey, uh, played junior hockey in, uh, on the East Coast. So definitely got my fair share of bus trips and, and traveling quite a bit myself. So um, pretty much saw the entirety of the East Coast in some way, shape or form, mostly highways, uh, a little bit of flying, but got to got to see quite a bit and meet a lot of new people there and, and also grew up playing baseball too. So really passionate about both of those sports. Um, and then from there, just played a little bit of high school baseball, but that was where my, uh, my career unfortunately ended at that point. Um, but lucky enough, uh, you know, coming out of, um, you know, coming out of high school, I, I really knew I wanted to stay close to home, but not, uh, you know, not too close that, that my parents couldn't show up, uh, uninvited or anything like that. So, um, I made my way up to university of Delaware, um, where I majored in both sport management and marketing. So I got a double major there. Um, and while I was there, I actually got the opportunity to work, um, uh, and play with the division two club hockey team on campus. So continued the, uh, the hockey career in one shape, uh, one way, shape or form. And, um, that was awesome, uh, awesome experience. And, um, even got to, to hold a, a leadership title for the president of the team, my, my senior year and learned a ton about how just, uh, to keep organized and to work, uh, you know, work for, for an organization like that. And, almost be held accountable by, um, you know, by the, the sports, uh, the sports organizations within the, within the school. So, um, from there it was, uh, it was a little bit of a, a crazy ride once we got to Delaware and, um, uh, moved all around the place, had a, had a bunch of different internships and jobs to, to learn quite a bit about myself, about the industry and everything in between. And, uh, kind of went on from there. You know, no, speaking of internships, why don't you talk a little bit about that very first internship and, uh, you know, how did you land it? Um, you know, what did you learn? And, uh, and then how did you move from there to, to I guess, your first job? 
Yeah, um, I, I won't toot your horn uh, here too much, Neil. But um, uh, lucky enough, I, I knew a pretty, uh, pretty smart guy who was connected within the industry. But um, really, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, like networking was, was huge for me for for my first internship and getting connected with with Neil uh, was really the kind of the pivotal point for me. Go ahead. Tell everybody how you got connected to me. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a interesting part of the story. Fair enough. Well, well growing up, I, I was a huge sports lover. I was just passionate about sports. Um, playing sports at a professional league was always the dream. But I think as I started to get to kind of that middle school, early high school age, it kind of turned into just more of a, a passion project for me. Just wanted to have more fun. Um, and lucky enough, uh, Neil knows my grandmother. So when, when we would go down to uh, to visit my grandma, um, so, you know, we would drive over to see Neil and say hello, so, since you guys are pretty good friends. But, um, you know, knowing that you had worked in, in sports quite a bit throughout your career, it was kind of picking your brain when we when we could see each other, when we go to the, you know, go to the club for lunch and things like that. So getting to rub shoulders with you definitely uh, definitely showed me the business side was uh, just as much fun as the, you know, the, the playing side and the, the actual uh, sports on the field. So. Yeah, truth be told, I do know Noah's grandmother uh, pretty well. Nancy, she uh, we lovingly refer to her as the queen. And when somebody says, "What is she the queen of?" my response is, of course, everything. Yep. Um, and her and uh, of course I know also Noah's mom and dad, Amy and Fred, and they've been super supportive. I know of your career and your brother, and and so you know, the fan. I've I've known this family for a long time. But talk a little bit about that first kind of gig that you got, and then kind of move from there, Noah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, really that first gig, I got introduced to um, an organization called the Sports and Fitness Industry Association. And um, really unique, actually, what they do is, is they provide a lot of support and reports and data to really just the entirety of the like the, the sports industry and the fitness industry. So ranging from, I, I know they work with the MLB um, on certain things, but all the way to clothing brands to even, you know, outdoor brands that you'd find a lot of like REI and um, you know, some of those places like Bass Pro Shops, you know, they work quite a bit with them too, um, hosting events to help education um, with keynote speakers and things like that. But, you know, my first internship there was mostly on the social media and communication side. So getting to run their, you know, their Twitter account, get creative there and, and really just work on um, their messaging out to the public. But, um, you know, from there, it was, it was actually, uh, it was fun. I, uh, a big lesson I learned at that, um, you know, at that position and at that organization was I didn't really like social media too much. It wasn't exactly my forte. Um, it wasn't exactly, you know, something that I, um, I had a passion for. And while it was a great experience for the three or four months I was there during the summer and, and really getting my first corporate job, I'll say, quote unquote, um, it really helped me see how to, to work in an office space to, to get that first kind of inkling into the corporate world. And uh, I don't know, just be an adult, if you will, uh, when you're 19 years old, fresh out of, you know, fresh out of high school in your first job. So um, it was a great learning lesson for me. It was it was um, it showed me that sports is really what I wanted to do. It just maybe wasn't exactly the right alley of, of sports that I was, um, you know, I was looking for. But um, from there, a few other jobs that I actually get was able to, to get just because of that uh, opportunity and almost having the name on my resume. Um, I was able to uh, more or less work as a marketing assistant for a company called Alliance Sports Marketing. And um, that's, uh, that taught me another lesson of not exactly some, some things I wouldn't want to do. So um, I worked for, for them um, on one of their campaigns in the state of Delaware um, through uh, through the Highway uh, Safety Patrol for the Delaware Highway Safety Patrol. And what I really did was drive around to different high schools around the state and give out um, you know safe driving uh, giveaways to these kids who are learning how to drive. And so um, I learned one thing that I do love, and that was interacting with people. And, and it really helped me realize that maybe more of a you know people-facing role is for me. 
Um, but it also told me that I wasn't exactly a, a foot on the ground type of person with the setup, takedown, and you know, going to, to all these different events type of uh, type of gig. Um, but I loved it. It was really cool. I learned a lot, especially about how marketing campaigns are put together and really seeing like the end effort of it, if you will. So that was a that was a huge lesson for me. Um, but after that, I actually had the opportunity to go abroad. Um, and rather than taking classes abroad, I, it was a right. It was uh, it was really cool. I, I got to work abroad rather than taking classes. So um, I pretty much worked nine to five every day, and I worked for an organization called Celebrate. And what they did at the time was they hosted different soccer tournaments at um, FC Barcelona and Real Madrid's fields. And from there, um, uh, I, I learned that I love again people facing, interacting with people, but. One of those operations type of type of jobs just isn't for me. A few too many moving parts. And um, I worked a lot on their sponsorship and operations side of things. So making sure that the event ran well, um, you know, preparing. Uh, I, I ran an entire uh, the plan for, for the food that was going to be at each event. Um, just a lot of things that, uh, you know, a, a college kid maybe shouldn't have been in charge of. But, hey, uh, I, I think I like to say I did a pretty good job there. But, um, again, taught me that I loved interacting with people. I love being able to talk to all the, you know, all the folks who were coming out to the games and coming out to the weekend and interacting with them. But the operation side of things was a little bit, um, you know, too, too crazy for me, for lack of a better way of saying it, with the different uh, moving parts and all the backup plans that you had to have. It was a little all over the place. But um, from there, just because I had all this experience on, on my resume and was able to kind of network around throughout college and, and talk to different people, just being in the Delaware area, really close to Philadelphia, really close to the, um, you know, the D.C. metro area, Baltimore and everything in between. Um, I was able to, to get an internship with the Philadelphia Eagles and their fan services and ticket sales department. Um, and that that ignited my passion for uh, for sales and service that, I, you know, I really, um, really see today and, and get to use today. So. Um, a lot of what I was doing there was customer service. I, I pretty much worked in a call center for all of their season ticket holders to call into. And it definitely posed its challenges. Um, you know, a lot of people are, aren't too happy when they, they call into a call center, to, to say the least. But um, I, I love the challenge of it because it was always somebody was calling you for a good reason. Like they were passionate about sports. They, you know, they wanted to talk to you because they wanted to be at the, um, you know, at the at the stadium and they wanted to be around that. So. Um, you knew going into it, you might have a bit of a tough conversation, but it was always, uh, you know, in the in the long run, hopefully ended up uh, in, a, in a good spot. Um, but, so, Noah, that, yeah. that sound, sound like you got a great start to your career. Yeah. And I think one important thing for young people to uh, to learn and to appreciate is oftentimes you learn your first couple jobs what you don't want to do. And it sounds like that was the case w- with you. So... Uh, I don't want to say it, it's mistakes, but sometimes when you're in a job like that, your your feeling is like, oh my God, this is awful. It's not like you're seeing necessarily the next path. But it, were you able to see sort of the next path after all those crazy operations jobs? Yeah, a little bit actually. You know, I think um, as I started to complete these internships, I, I always wanted to try and reflect as much as possible on what I learned and things I enjoyed, things I didn't enjoy, because inevitably, come the following summer, it was going to be pretty much go time again where I needed to find another internship or another job um, for the experience. And so um, especially when I was looking for that next internship, it was always trying to find something that I was passionate about, something I wanted to try out, something that was a little bit different. So um, taking the, you know, maybe some of the, the smaller pieces that I could break down in those um, those initial internships to, to build off of for later and find different things that, I, you know, I actually was passionate about. Ah, good for you. Take us, uh, Noah, to, uh, you know, fast forward a little bit to, I guess you were out in California with uh, 
Sharks for a bit, and now, um, and now, of course, you're back. I know your mom is over the moon having you back in Definitely. the DC metro area. So why don't you kind of get us a little bit up, more up to date with, uh, you know, where all this has led to, Noah? Yeah, after after school, I pretty much had no idea what I wanted to do, um, to to say the least. I was I was kind of a lost college student, just trying to figure out what he you know what he was into and what would uh, launch my career forward. But I knew it was in sports, and I knew that was what I wanted to do. And and most of my professors just said, "Get into sales. Like you'll figure the rest out later. You can move around from there. That's you know that's really the the start." Um, little did I know I'd get uh, a little stuck uh, stuck in it and, and run with it, but. Um, I met uh, I met a guy by the name of Frank Botris, and he convinced me on this dream of uh, of beautiful weather, no snow, beaches, and, and palm trees. And um, I moved to uh, to San Jose, California, to work in their inside sales program. I loved it. Um, I didn't love the sales part of it, but I loved you know getting to interact with fans, getting to really um, talk to to people who are passionate about something that I was passionate about, and work with like minded individuals. And so. Um, from there, it was inside sales is a great place to start. Um, whether you like sales, whether you don't like sales, it pushes you outside your comfort zone. It teaches you every possible thing you could you could want to know um, before moving on to the rest of your career. But had a ton of success there um, in a pretty quick amount of time. And after six months, I was able to get promoted up to our account executive of client development, which is more or less a fancy term of customer service. So. Um, had a book of business of about 350, 400 accounts that I worked with year in and year out to, to build those relationships, renew them year over year, grow my book of business um, and make sure that I was gaining new sales. Uh, and so about a year and a half, two years into that position, um, again, a ton of success, hitting goals and um, leading the team that I was able to um, apply and get into our management and training program, which we called GOAL. Uh, it stands for Guidance of Aspiring Leaders. But Really, that management program, um, going into that, I was like, you know what? This is another learning opportunity. Don't really know what I'm going to take out of it. Don't really know if I want to do management. Um, you know, Maybe partnerships is for me, premium. But um, from there, again, really found my passion, um, getting to mentor people around me, getting to work with, you know, uh, on the strategy side of things. But we learned everything from recruiting, hiring, training, um, mentoring, everything in between that you could possibly have to do as an entry-level manager. And that's really what set me up to, to come out here to, to the Nationals and work as the, the manager of Inside Service. Yeah, it sounds like a great program. And uh, I'm thrilled to hear about that because I think a lot of those management training programs don't exist anymore. So good for the Sharks and, and good for you that you were able to uh, participate in it. It was uh, it was something special. It was, um, you know, I think we I was the second full class of, uh, of our management training program. And um, you're exactly right, Mark. There's not too many of them left, especially after the, after the pandemic. But, um, you know, step by step going through certain things. And I've realized here in my first few weeks of, uh, of work with the Nationals, like just that practice and getting to, to do it on a, a smaller scale and now on the larger scale, it really sets you up for, for the future. Um, and I think a, a lot of uh, there aren't as many um, of these programs out there, but there's still opportunities to find ways to do it, whether it's just kind of latching on to some of your management team or, or asking those questions and trying to take on some of that extra responsibility. Noah, the, the main focus of my first job in sports is really to help those students that are coming out of school and, and hoping to benefit from the knowledge and experience that you've gained you know, are there any skills or were there any classes that you wish you would have taken while you were still at the University of Delaware that, you know, as you, you know, got went from, you know, one step, two step, three steps in your career that you maybe wish you would have taken while you were in school? 
Yeah, I think the the biggest one that kind of jumps to mind is um, is public speaking. Uh, I think I avoided those as much as I possibly could in college. I'm like, I don't want to go speak in front of my peers. Like that's you know, it's nerve wracking. That's that's uncomfortable. Um, what am I even going to say? They're they're going to think I'm ridiculous for this. So um, you know, I think there's certain classes where you have to stand up and present projects, but really a class that's focused on that that forces you to do that um, and really forces you outside your comfort zone in that way because. Even even as a rep, you know, you have to, to to get up and talk in front of people and, um, you know, interact with people and just getting that practice before you even have to, to really start off. Like it's going to set you up for, for miles away. And then, you know, specifically, once you get to more of a senior level position, whether it be management, partnerships, uh, premium, you're going to have to start presenting to people. And if it's partnerships and premium, it's, you know, presenting to CEOs and, you know, CROs, C, uh, chief marketing officers, HR, uh, CHROs. So, like it's it's a skill that um, I think a lot of people want to build on later as they get more comfortable with things. But putting yourself out there a little bit sooner um, would uh, was a hope that I, I think uh, I wish I would have done way back when. But luckily, I got quite a bit of practice over the last few years in, in doing it and starting to, to do uh, some trainings for some of the you know the different teams I've been on. Well, tell us about your new job and tell us uh, what appealed to you about it. Yeah, um, it's actually a very unique position. So not, uh, I think there might be two or three of them in the, you know, in the entire country on a sports team. So the inside sales route is a, a much more common one um, that most teams have at this point, um, if not all of them. So that's, uh, that's more of the common route that, that most people take just because it's that entry level sales position coming out of school. And um, what the what the Nationals found a few years ago is that they were missing out on a lot of talent because not everyone hears that sales role and they're like, hey, you know, I'm going to jump towards that. Um, so what they what they were able to do is create a position, um, a few positions that um, we we have two separate more or less books of business. So our senior account executives, um, what they do is they they service our uh, full season and half season, and then the rest of the whole universe goes down to the inside service team. So um, each rep has about. 350 to 400 accounts um, that they are responsible for renewing and and uh, growing over time. So it's um, it's a little bit of a unique position for me to get to, to coach them because a lot of the background I come from is is that customer service, but at the same time that new sales side of things. But it's uh, very similar to an inside sales um, role where we'll come in, we'll teach you everything that you need to know. You don't have to have any prior sales experience or customer service experience, and um, from there, we'll hopefully this will, will launch your career in sports. Noah, what, how are you finding things? And this is a little bit off the off the path, but how are you yeah. finding things right now? Uh, you know, with the Washington Nationals, with fans, kind of in this post-pandemic world, are you uh, you know are you getting any sense of you know it's going to start to increase or, or you know what are you feeling out there? Yeah, um, it was cool actually. On July third, Saturday, we we just had our first sellout um, of the season, which. Uh, you, if you had told me that a month or two ago when I was still living in San Jose, one of the, the strictest areas in the country, I, I don't think uh, I don't think I would have believed you. So um, it's definitely ramping up, which is which is great. Um, and uh, we're definitely starting to see a, a positive trend in attendance um, and people more comfortable right. coming out. Yeah, it's great to hear. Honestly, you know, a lot of new business being sold just because of that, that optimism of the future. I think um, on the flip side, though, there, there is still some cause for concern there, just given where we're at. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're close to, but not quite out of it yet. So um, we're, we're basically there, but we're, we're still kind of on that edge. And so I think there's we are still seeing some folks say, hey, I'm not I'm not quite comfortable coming out to games. And one thing that I've really respected about the, the Nationals and even the Sharks when I was um, with the organization is, the you know the the organizations are really understanding like we're, we don't want to put you in an uncomfortable position whatsoever to come out to games and force yourself to be in an unhealthy uh, situation 
Hey, we want to thank Noah Rubin. Of course, he is the uh, uh, inside sales or half uh, service manager, excuse me, for the Washington Nationals. Noah, before we let you go, though, you know, we're really here and we're really all about helping, you know, students that are currently in school. What advice do you have for, you know, current students in sports business, sports management, any one of those particular categories that you would like to impart upon them, you know, really to help them as they make their way into the business? Yeah, it's, it's a mixture of two things. The first one is start getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, you know, it's be, put yourself in uncomfortable situations to grow yourself and and uh, try new things. And you might fall on your face here or there, but I don't think anyone's going to anyone's going to blame you at all for trying something new. And um, that's, uh, again, another thing I wish I would have done a little bit earlier on in, in my career is try and push myself a little bit more to get into a, some of those different spots. But on the flip side, start networking, like reach out to people on LinkedIn, reach out to people via email and literally just ask for 30 minutes of our time because number one, everyone loves to talk about themselves. I love to talk about myself. Who, who, who's kidding me? That's what, that's why I'm here. Right? Grandmother so, loves to talk about you uh, too, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she, uh, she loves to, to brag. She's the queen, right? You, you have to, you have to let her run with it. Exactly. Um, but you know, start asking questions and, and, um, don't necessarily come into the, the conversation with a goal or, you know, to ask for a job or an internship, just genuinely be curious because, you know, I'm, I'm going to be way more open with you if you just want to know more about me, more about what I do, more about, um, you know, the organization I work for. And chances are I'll reach back out to you a little bit later on if an opportunity presents itself. But if you come in, hey, you know, what jobs do you have open? What kind of internships are there that are available that you could, you know, connect me with? Um, I'm going to be a little bit more closed off. So kind of a mixture of that. Put yourself out there. Try something new and um, really just just be curious. You know, I do think that, you know, learning how to use contacts, learning how to talk to people, um, you know, learning how to network are really important skills, you know, that students really need to focus on. But, you know, look, if you're if your mother, father, grandparents know somebody, don't be shy about asking them to help you because, you know, they're there to help, too. Yeah, I got very early in my career, I got some good advice. Somebody said to me, connections are no good unless you use them. So if you have a connection, <laughs> use it. I like that. <laughs> Again, we want to thank Noah Rubin, Inside Service Manager for the Washington Nationals. Noah, you started like, what, two weeks ago, didn't you? Yep, I'm on week two, so I'm, uh, I'm getting uh, into it. I'm, I'm excited. Got it all figured out. Exactly. <laughs> Already. <laughs> I'll bet you do have it all figured out, Noah. Hey, I want to thank Noah Rubin from the Washington Nationals for coming on this edition of My First Job in Sports. I, of course, want to thank my co-host, Mark Sullivan. And I want to thank everyone else that helped to make this edition of My First Job in Sports presented by SBRnet possible. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of My First Job in Sports presented by SBRnet. You can check out the video version on the SBRnet Video Corner on YouTube. You can also catch the audio version on all major podcast platforms. Just search for My First Job in Sports. My First Job in Sports is produced by Brad Maybe. You can connect with us on all social media platforms, including Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Or check us out at SBRnet.com. Thank you for tuning in.